0: WOTUS rules are back in the news. We're gonna talk about the Mississippi River level impacts on harvest and so much more on today's episode of the Arkansas AgCast, which starts now.
1: You're listening to the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Jason Brown and John Nickman.
0: Happy Thursday! It's almost Friday. Friday of a holiday weekend, oh, my yeah. friend. Three-day holiday. Yeah, that's exciting. Unless uh, you're uh, sitting on the compound. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, we probably we probably should run that back. Yeah, here. let's cut, <laughs> cut that. Know your audience. Oh, gosh. Sorry about that. Uh, That was probably not very thoughtful. (laughs) I was thinking about you, though. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to punish myself and say that all (laughs) week. Welcome, Matthew, to the show. Hello. Uh, Matthew has caught a lot of flack from somebody at this table over the past uh, several weeks about uh, your ongoing absences. Who would say such a thing? (laughs) Uh, last week I'm you a got... busy
1: guy. I don't know what to tell you.
2: Uh, yeah,
0: that you are. Is that um, a Game of
1: Thrones coffee mug?
0: Glad you know that. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. Uh, that's funny. Um, last week, I don't know if you watched the show. Just tell us you did. If you didn't, um, you got committed to buy all three of us a Christmas gift. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about making Missed our another Christmas podcast. List. See what happens, Matthew. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> you got committed. Uh, I think My birthday was,
1: is June 25th,
0: by the way. Just yeah. <laughs> the <calendar. laughs> yeah. I well, think it was Brian's idea. What I'm goes around sure. g- comes around, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. I see. That was all dark. <laughs> that worries uh, me a little bit. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, very scary. Uh, I didn't know you had that in you, but that no smile or anything threatening. Um yeah so anyway glad to have you on the show today uh and we certainly miss brian but i believe he shall be back next week um we'll start with this one anybody go out last night and take a peek at that blue supermoon i think it's blue yeah blue supermoon i had all intentions to do so did you fall asleep no i I didn't
1: i don't have an excuse but just i (laughs) forgot I was even on my couch looking at it on the phone like, all right, this is about this time. I need to go out there. Yeah, yeah. And then, as soon as I put my phone down, I forgot about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you go out?
2: I did not. To be honest, didn't even know it was happening.
0: Okay. Is this just not... It not in your interest. As a photographer, I found that interesting.
2: I've taken as many photos of the moon as I want to. <laughs> and the, so other, the, the other thing you can do <laughs> is if you want to do, like, uh, I know Tim Ernst is very popular for doing it, is uh-huh. like moonlit landscapes. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, if it was a Friday night or a Saturday night, I might make an attempt to go somewhere and mm-hmm. be set up to do that. Mm-hmm. Being a work night, that's like basically committing to, I'm going to get home at 1 a.m., yeah. and then have to wake up at you know six to be at work on time and
0: produce a podcast and it's not ju- yeah, it's just all that I don't know it's not, yeah. not not worth it yeah no that's that's fine I wonder though um yeah I want to see some of this uh moonlit landscape photography I I, I wonder if there's an Old agriculture Tim, aspect of Tim that has a known.
2: whole uh a whole book okay but you could you know if if it so in, co- coincided with someone out on their combine mm-hmm. yeah you know before crop got too too wet to harvest could mm-hmm. be some a really real cool picture. photography yeah for sure which that it, that is to say this is a call out to all of our uh row crop producers something i really want to do this year is go make a video on someone who's harvesting after dark
0: at night man that's so, looking uh, like ufos yeah you know just the
2: for the visual aspect mm-hmm. of it and i can fly my drone after dark now that is a rule you're allowed to do it oh really good. so just saying
0: you have to put Hit. a flashlight on type of flashlight on Well, no? it already has lights, but okay. you do
2: have to have right. lights that can be seen, I think.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: Oh, you're gonna catch me lying now. <laughs> there there is a this is not a watch. Yeah, list I'm gonna the to the, <laughs> FAA, the FAA is gonna come for me now if yeah. I don't answer it right. There yeah. there is a certain distance the lights have to be seen. So if an aircraft was in the area, uh-huh, it could see it. I think it's something like twenty five
0: miles. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If Ish.
2: anything, that is extremely overshooting it. I think so. Okay. You know. Well,
0: we would rather do that. And, and uh, This is not a uh, yeah. drone flying class, so don't yeah. take our word for yeah. it. Um, Just know FAA
2: that is listening to this. Obviously, uh, <laughs> I will look up the rule before I do it.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's a cool idea. By the way, I don't. I think I might want to tag along with that if you book one of those gigs. Um, I think that'd be a lot of fun, and I bet. Well, right now it's probably too dry to catch somebody working that late yeah, at night. Yeah, but one, once but,
2: you know, they're saying it's going to be a wet October.
0: Yeah, you'll get w- once it, you get
2: one of those storms coming in, uh, and people are trying to get crop out of the field. There'll be people running into well, the night. and, and yeah. also
0: we'll see what this hurricane does. Yeah, that's
2: you know, that's, that's usually sound. what ends up happening is yep. as, as a tropical storm. You know, the depression comes up and hits us. Is it going to push far
1: enough west? I don't think this
2: one is. I don't.
0: I don't know if this one. But will. There
1: usually but. is one somewhere around, like you say, in October. Yeah.
2: I, I bet beginning of October we see one of those come through where they're like we gotta be in the field and we're running till you know ten o'clock whenever the the dew point gets too high to really be harvesting. So well, yeah. and
0: guys, let's be—I mean, we're not to September yet, and uh, we know. I mean, Katrina Tomorrow? came in September. You know. Yeah. I mean, so you know. Oh you know. yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's that's pretty cool. I I uh, I did go out and watch it. I'll tell you, I went out. I'm like. Is it too cloudy it looks kind of cloudy I'm not seeing anything and then all of a sudden on the horizon um I see it just popping up and I was like wow I could see through the trees and it moved up really quickly really uh-huh but it, it was cool it was it was I will say it was a lot cooler on the horizon than it was straight up in the sky because it, at that point it just looked like a full moon so but, yeah, uh, it wasn't like real blue no I would say not more any more bluish tint to it than yeah what well it's it's
2: before. more the i think the the light that is being reflected off mm-hmm. is more blue yeah um, the, yeah certainly the it's, backyard sort it's, of yeah so if you were somewhere where you had a really wide view you would be like wow it's kind of blue out right now yeah yeah
1: um, well we live in like the bottom of a valley
0: so I'd yeah
2: probably you would have had to leave home to see it yeah
0: yeah well it was uh it was cool first one since 09 i think and then the last one full uh supermoon uh until 2037. yeah i read the same those those things always kind of make me uh feel like i need to invest more time in seeing whatever it is when you're like oh i'll be 50 something when this thing comes back i don't know uh some other (laughs) news this week kind of random yeah but we do go nostalgia on this show all the time so i felt like it fit do you guys see the news about bob barker yes yeah and yep. i'm sorry
2: nostalgia uh, for me is like what 2007 i know so. i was
0: gonna say i apologize owe oh, you an apology uh at the time when we uh wrote these notes i thought brian was gonna be here today uh <laughs> with us and he's not so i apologize now i feel like i've sort of uh no i mean i watched
2: out. i watched some bob barker i'm pretty sure it was all reruns when i was watching it but maybe somewhere
0: here's the question about it though was it uh, on a sick day yes were you home from school sick? that's
1: exactly what i was thinking
0: because <laughs> like if you were home for a sick day
1: there was uh the price Is right soap yep. operas and uh 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 jerry uh, huh? what, what jeopardy no uh seinfeld jerry? no
0: jerry springer jerry springer, uh, the oh, jerry springer yeah. so jerry springer, the, yeah. the price is right was literally the only thing good <laughs> on tv in the middle yeah. of the day and uh, then you know when when i was younger i mean there was. You know, Jerry Springer had not been born yet. It might be like Phil Donahue or Ricky Lake or something. But yeah. um, but yeah, man, Bob Barker, I mean, I saw yeah. a meme after he passed, Rest his soul. It was like a picture of Bob Barker, chicken noodle soup, <laughs> some ginger <laughs> ale, and an old couch. And it was like every sick day I ever had yeah. as a kid. And I thought that was I thought that was See, for some right reason
2: on. I relate it to we had all wood furniture in our house the tv Mm -hmm. cabinet was wood and it would be on early morning in the summer my mom being a school teacher so uh, she was off in the summers yeah and it'd be like cleaning time and it would be on and i could just smell pine saw Uh, rubbed across the wooden furniture Mm. as bob barker's telling me how much (laughs) you see the big
0: wheel wheel turning yeah and you go right to pine saw i love that kind of memory Stuff yeah. where you get multiple senses. Well, my all.
1: my favorite part of that show was like, you know, he'd be like, "Tell them what they've won." Yeah, and I'm like, all right, it's a brand new, and they're all thinking, hopefully, a, a Jamaican vacation or a car. Yeah. It's a brand new dinette set. <laughs> <laughs> they're still cheering. I'm like, here's, 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 here's this hideous dining set, yeah. set you don't want.
0: A mixer. Uh, I don't know.
1: Uh, and this woman's like 80. It's a brand new jet ski, yeah. Like, oh, and you always had that, that?
0: yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you always had that one member of your family, too, that was so practical. You'll probably appreciate they're like, when they'd win a car, they're like, you know, they still got to pay sales tax, yeah. On that. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. Good, good, good uh, memories there, uh, with uh, old Bob Barker and. Uh, i like price that microphone
1: right. you didn't see that microphone anywhere
2: anywhere else, else. ever S-
0: i don't know if they custom made that i don't know nobody else used no. do microphone. you
2: want us to get you a really skinny long <laughs> microphone uh, i would
0: use it right here <laughs> well, especially for i interviews. mean i would
2: use it if we
1: just yeah. uh tribute to bob barker and the price is right
0: your favorite price is right game did you have one i've got two i I'm couldn't even tell you any of the games okay. other than i could o. show you pictures and you would recognize probably yeah, yeah, I mean, sure. Did you have one that stuck out to you, or one out that the you most wanted is, to play?
1: Is always that
0: big wheel, yeah, or the uh, that was the plinko. showcase showdown. Plinko, yep, yeah, plinko is up there for me. That in the, do you remember the mountain climber game? He was I think like so, yeah. yodeling and going up the mountain. Mm-hmm. But plinko is probably, I, I my guess is plinko is everybody's favorite.
2: Now, uh, imagine this conversation with a caveman yeah yeah the the, the mountain goat climbing up telling you how much <laughs> your washing machine from <laughs> general electric cost
0: all right point made uh will uh, i'm sorry will fortune uh price is right fun show worth your time dollar bob um yeah we reference it mm, I, I forgot about that <laughs> we reference it so much on this show when we say one dollar, I mean just last week I was like I would go a dollar one. one when yeah. We were guessing how many mm-hmm. uh, chickens are raised in Arkansas. Anyway, uh, all right. As we mentioned, we're on the we're on the cusp of Labor Day weekend. We are uh, one of the big grilling and cooking outdoor cooking uh, holidays of the year. Yep, um, last big summer holiday. Last big summer holiday. Saw Todd Jacobian mention this morning that today is the last meteorological day of summer. Really. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The, uh, there was a nip in the air this morning, but Yeah, it's been feeling I mean, you pretty can good. Feel last it week. coming.
2: I have yeah. my uh th- a thicker shirt on, but that's mainly because I thought I might be sitting in this room.
0: <laughs> well, you our, did the our, right thing.
2: Our two months of enjoying sitting in the podcast <laughs> is over. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, I was my thinking about hands, that earlier. I need gloves today. And yeah, my hands are freezing. Uh, any any Labor Day weekend plans? I'm gonna go sit in a sunflower field and hope a dove flies by. All right. Or several. Well, yeah. 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 Kind of, I mean, the weather, by the way, is going to be like Chamber of Commerce weather this weekend. It's going to get hot again next week, but this weekend, have you not seen this? I've <laughs> so never you know heard someone say <laughs> the Chamber of oh Commerce weather. Really? What, it,
2: what is this weird Forest City? Yeah, <laughs> Y'all never, I, actually. I hot, apologize so it to all of cold. our farmers and friends in Forest City f- for putting uh, this on you. Y'all don't. Y'all never. You looked at me so crazy right then.
3: <laughs> y'all never no, you're, heard are Commerce you're, weather. You're on something. I don't oh.
1: know. It's like his analogy. It's like a. It's like a blanket you just put in the wash machine and it's. It's brand new and clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just. You just got to get used to it again. It's like, what? <laughs> I'd All have right. gone with like a new pair of boots. Oh, just a new uh, hold on, hold on. I'll Before be, you, no, no, no.
2: John, what is Chamber of Commerce weather? I, don't, I have no Fair. idea. No, no. Like, give,
1: give, give your best guess. Are you a, like? Are, is the Chamber of Commerce sometimes hot? and Sometimes they're cold. Some. I, I don't. I, don't, I have no Well, idea. you
2: know, I think you know. You think the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, it's it's the the weather you would pay for. You know, it's money.
0: He gets it. Hmm. That's it. Chamber of Commerce wants it. all to be perfect on the big day. Yeah, and they order up like you. You could have ordered up this weather, you know. Yeah, you couldn't pay for this weather, mm-hmm. whatever that. Is, you know, fill in the blank. Perfect weather is what I'm saying. I,
1: I just don't know enough about the the day to day business of a, a chamber <laughs> of commerce. I guess I, I just I get what you're saying. I just don't have uh, background okay, information. Okay, forget on I chamber chamber said anything. The weather's
0: <laughs> going to be great this weekend. How about that? We'll just stick with that. The weather's going to yeah, be great. Yeah. 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 Um, and I don't know. I hope you get outside. You're obviously planning to get mm-hmm. outside. You're yep. gonna. Are you gonna cook anything?
1: Uh, I'd be willing to bet we're gonna have some ribs, burgers, maybe hot dogs, chicken. Yeah. There'd probably be some chicken
0: wings. Chicken. All right. Mm. Well, that's pretty good, Matthew. Uh, uh
2: what you got going? Gonna go to Memphis with some people. We're nice. Gonna, you know, do an escape room because they have some escape room places there that are pretty legit. Cool. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Probably get some food. You know, where you gonna eat? Don't know yet. We're not doing barbecue because we're gonna do barbecue another day. Okay. So you know that's usually your go-to in Memphis is yeah. when we go get some barbecue. Yeah. But haven't quite decided
0: yet. Okay. Okay. Well, there's some good options depending on what meal you're there for. Yeah. Um, I tell you, I think when you go to Memphis, the weather's got to be right for walking outside. Uh, i you know it's got to so be some chamber of town. commerce weather. <laughs> it's a walkable time I'm just saying you're picking the right weekend to go you guys can go ahead and make fun of me all you want somebody on this somebody who's listening or watching this show right now is gonna say I know exactly what he's talking about sorry that's that, that's an appeal if you do say that like right into <laughs> us. That comment. is, that is
1: a, like, Jason is saying, please comment. Up. <laughs> please. Up. I, I cannot be alone. You know, there's... I, I understand there's an age difference between you and me, so it must be significant enough Oh, that, my
0: gosh. <laughs> I mean, oh I, can't, I feel gosh. sorry even for Matthew. He's even <laughs> yeah. than me. Yeah. He got it. He got it.
1: He knew. Well,
2: you know, uh, I might have made a 25 on the ACT, but I've, uh, I've got I a little mean, bit of critical thinking. You know what?
0: Context clues, buddy. You got yeah. you, them. You, you got, em. You got Got him. Uh, it still
2: right. is a ridiculous statement. <laughs> well, Regardless. I
0: shall uh, never use it in front of you two again. That's for certain. Maybe just
2: ever. You could <laughs> cut it out of your lexicon. Oh my god! of my day. I've never been beat up so bad for uh, you know. A well, saying. if I have to buy you a Christmas present, I said, you know, <laughs> the
0: Chamber of Commerce <laughs> podcast. Oh, That'd be boy. so boring. <laughs> this is wild. All right. Well. Uh, I hope you both have a wonderful Labor Day weekend. I hope you do too.
2: I mean, are you doing anything? I guess we didn't ask you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nobody ever does. I ask the questions, people answer, we move on. Like that's how it goes. There was something on last week's podcast I was asking Brian and, and uh McMahon about. Oh, first car. it was like they answered and then we just kept rocking on. Yeah. Anyway, it's okay. It's so I appreciate that. We are we are going to get outside. We are gonna uh we're gonna uh load up the old camper and uh go spend some time where are you uh, going next to a body of water and uh yeah cool. there's that so uh I, I'm very much looking forward to the weather uh North Central Arkansas is where we're going what and cook? um well we're gonna have brisket uh tacos uh one day Ooh, that's nice yeah we're uh Buddy who's going with us he rolls out his big ugly drum smoker yeah and, uh, we'll do that uh, we are also going to have steaks mm-hmm. uh, one night for dinner and some good breakfast. And yeah, anyway. This is
2: why he isn't telling me I swear because he's afraid we'd show up looking for some brisket oh, tacos. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, will I hear you I people refuse. got some brisket tacos. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's up? I'm going to uh, go to every body of water in north central uh, Arkansas. Uh, and so uh, can, speaking campsite. of,
0: can I borrow some cilantro? Uh, it's not quite there yet. Okay, all right. Well. You would
2: take the singular leaf. <laughs> <laughs> that is on my hydroponic system.
0: Matthew's got a hydroponic system oh, in his you office. you told me about this. Yeah.
2: Come visit my office. You know, you there was last time I was on, you're like, you never invite me to lunch. And it's like, you can come to lunch anytime. I'm in your office at least once a week. Uh, it's, it is so bright with that UV light <laughs> on, you Dep- couldn't miss it.
0: Depending on the time of day, because the lights do go off. It's supposed to mimic the sun. And yeah, but, when, but when they're yeah. off, it's kind of hard to it's notice. It's set
2: for like 9 a.m. to like... I don't know, four in the morning. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. It's uh, interesting. I'll have to check it anyway, out. Anyway, Go check it out. You've got some basil. Yeah. Basil,
2: cilantro, cilantro mint, parsley.
0: Yeah. The cilantro has been um,
2: slow going. Though. This was a uh, birthday gift and uh, Sindra said, you're the only person I know who would ask for this as a birthday gift at the age of 27. And all I could say is, ah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I told you. I could, you kind of <laughs> inspired me. I kind of
0: want to give it a shot now um yeah so anyway there's that uh well i guess we ought to talk about some real uh ag news um so just a reminder of we as we've been trying to do uh each week uh to go check out the new arkansas ag it's our uh news portal uh, that covers tons of uh ag news topics uh much like this show does uh but this one is on the internet and there for you 24 7. Uh, so go give it a give it a look. There's some interesting stories on there. We've we've talked about some of the stories here. Uh, certainly some stories uh, that we report on here will be there. Uh, just go give it a look and uh, kind of get yourself up to date on all things uh, agriculture news for the state of Arkansas. You yep. can do that at arkag.arfb.com. That's arkag.arfb.com. I listened back to the show last week and I realized it's actually I think makes it harder to remember or understand when I spell it out yeah than it is when I just say it so arc ag ar.arfb.com uh I and I picked out this pretty cool uh program from the Arkansas Ag Department's Forestry Division yeah um and I really want to pass this along like I want to I think we should find somebody who takes them up on this and uh follow along uh this year um this is the 2023 shade trees on playground program they call it stop um uh, and this is uh, applications for this are open through September the 15th so for the next few weeks um this is this program is built for Arkansas schools needing additional shade on their playgrounds uh and selected schools will receive up to five Arkansas native shade trees mulch watering supplies and planting guidelines um, forestry division staff will also help plant the trees during a cer- ceremony uh, with students That's um, cool. this fall. And trees native to Arkansas are chosen by the forestry division uh, staff to fit the region and conditions of each playground. So sycamores, oaks, yeah. tulip poplar, poplars, and black gum trees are common species for the program. Well, I tell you, Julia Shannon Elementary did not. Had a new shade on that playground but when I was a kid nor did Forest Hills Elementary School I can tell you that um my daughter's playground uh, does not have uh very much shade I think oh, sorry I think they have one tree uh and it's kind of away from the yeah the swing set or whatever mm-hmm. uh I thought this was very cool and a cool way to get um you know get agriculture involved yeah. at your elementary school so again that is open until September uh 15th application deadline um Go ahead, apply. See what see what you can what you can do there. Uh, you can find all the information on the Arkansas Ag Department's website, uh, and just pass that along. Uh, anything else before we get into the crop progress uh, report, which does include some harvest numbers? No. Uh, well, I think we're working on a harvest update video right now. Uh, you yeah. you put out some corn harvest footage that was beautiful. Uh, it wasn't
2: harvest. It was pre-harvest. Pre-harvest, was, okay. And I'm it's sorry. in, you know, I think not this last weekend, but the weekend before mm-hmm. I was uh, driving down through uh, Jefferson County and was starting to see mm-hmm. lots of combines running. And then this last weekend I mm-hmm. was uh, driving out east and I saw lots of cornfields ready to roll. So it's, I'd say at this point we're in full, full, full go.
1: Yeah, so. I've been getting a lot of Snapchats of people driving the combine. Really?
0: Yeah, okay, picking
1: corn I'm and not so Yeah, it's well, happening.
0: That that it is. I think harvest is is rocking on. Uh, the heat is back next week, and I couldn't find any rain in the ten day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so so that is what it is. Um, we are going to be up in the high nineties, like ninety eight, ninety nine, uh, next week. Um, But we'll enjoy the good weather while it's here. Uh, and we're going to start today with the state's corn crop, as we do every week. Uh, we've seen some loss of quality this week with nearly 25% of the crop rated poorly. Uh, but like we said, harvested, moving on regardless. Uh, we've harvested 15% of the state's corn crop as of Tuesday's report. And that's just slightly behind the five-year and last year's schedule. I think that was 18% both last year and yeah. the five-year. Uh, so not bad. Uh, cotton is holding the quality where we saw it last week. Uh, the report says 22% of the bowls are open, and I can definitely attest to that. We were in Cross County, Poinsett County area yesterday. Uh, it took 40 to get there. Yeah. And um, you can see that white fluff starting to flash in the fields. Uh, doesn't quite look whole, like snow yet. around it's that. Out. Yeah, it's not snow yet, but you can see. I mean, it doesn't. you don't have to look hard to see uh to see it out there um which you know really tells me it won't be long until yeah. we see those beautiful snow white fields as you said and uh is probably a good reminder now we'll we'll probably say this multiple times but uh guys please don't go traipsing through a field to take a photo <laughs> whether that be with your family or whatever that may be just kind of respect you know property general property yeah. uh respect exercise that cotton is so cool to see um but you can really uh kind of mess things up a little bit if you aren't aren't careful uh so uh just keep that in mind uh and i'm excited i'd love to see a good cotton field uh opened up yeah so i
1: do too and then
0: if you get over the right
1: part of the state you can see as far as you can see you know what i mean yeah that's right that's pretty impressive yeah
0: it it is it is cool. cool Uh, all right, pet- peanuts continue to hold strong in the quality rating this week. We're still a bit away from harvest uh, reporting here, obviously, uh, but we'll be keeping a close eye on that. I had uh, some peanut butter yesterday; It was really good. Really? Yeah. Uh, was it local? Yeah. No, what?
2: What is? We're I had some. About peanuts. I had some peanut butter yesterday. Yeah. It was. You I don't like peanut butter? Oh, I love oh, peanut I butter, but I'm not meal. like.
1: I, just, I really enjoyed my peanut butter. And when he talked about peanuts, I felt like <laughs> yeah. I needed to say something. And I, you know what, I appreciate that. Yeah, see, gonna, I don't. See, I know you don't. <laughs> uh, it's obvious. Well, if I ever have some peanut butter here at the office, I will not share with you. Brian is nicer, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. isn't he?
2: <laughs> I told you. You whenever you guys talk to me about Christmas <laughs> gifts, I told you.
0: Yeah, you're you're back with a vengeance, baby. All right, rice ours is still on the move. We've doubled progress from last week to four percent. Uh, which is still a bit behind uh, last year and the five-year. That said, the crop quality uh, still looks pretty good, and I suspect by next week we'll see a pretty big jump in progress uh, Mm -hmm. on rice. Moving on to soybeans, not a lot of change in crop quality uh, this week over last. 29% of the crop has started changing colors. Uh, We also saw some of that in East Arkansas this week, like I said, being over there this week. Uh, 2% of the state's crop is mature, uh, but we won't be uh, seeing any bean cutting until this corn and rice yeah. are out of the field, probably. Usually the way it goes. Yeah. Uh, and just a note as harvest gets into full swing, uh, we're going to be turning our attention to river levels. Uh, we've got a story, we talked about that earlier. We've got a story on that uh, here in just a bit. Uh, and farmers' abilities to move this grain as it's harvested. We've been working to understand this week the current impact try to set a baseline for the next couple weeks and and what rain forecast looks like um and yeah we'll talk more about that here in a few but that's your uh, crop progress and harvest update well you ready for some news i am the 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 real
1: reason for the podcast that's it my news (laughs) yeah your news (laughs) <laughs> All right, well, WOTUS is back in the news again. I feel like we've talked about this at least <laughs> once a month since January. I think you're right. But uh, after Supreme Court ruling, the EPA and Army uh, amend the Waters of the, uh, of the United States rule, or also known as WOTUS. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you remember, in May, the Supreme Court ruled against the Environmental Protection Agency, or EPA, in Sackett versus EPA. The ruling greatly narrowed the EPA's and the Corps, uh, Army Corps Engineers' jurisdictional authority under the Clean Waters Act. Mm-hmm. Specifically, it eliminated the use of the ambiguous, quote, uh, significant nexus test and greatly narrowed the agency's definition of uh, agency or adjacency, excuse me. Mm. Also, the court di- directed the agencies to adopt the, quote, relatively permanent standard as the only regulatory test moving forward.
0: mm mm-hmm. <clears throat>
1: This in turn forced the EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers to change their VOTUS rule. Although the ruling redresses many aspects of the court's ruling, many within the agriculture industry state that the changes were very minimal and, and don't address the, the rest of the remaining issues within WOTUS. According to uh, a news release from the American Farm Bureau, the new ruling continues to exploit other areas within the rule with the intended goal of expanding the federal government's regulatory reach. It also fails to give context to the scope of the, quote, relatively permanent standard, leaving it incredibly vague and uh, amorphous. Is that that how it's pronounced? That's it, yeah. That's it, Stuttgart High School Education. (laughs) Uh, So Zippy Duvall, American Farm Bureau president, was quoted saying, EPA had a golden opportunity to write a Waters of the U.S. rule that is fair to farmers and stands the test of time, but instead chose to continue government overreach and revise only a small slice of the rule that was rejected by the Supreme Court. We're pleased the the vague and confusing, quote, significant Nexus test has been eliminated as a Supreme Court dedicated or dictated, mm-hmm. sorry. But EPA has joined other clear concerns or has ignored other clear concerns raised by the ju- justices uh, across twenty-six states and farmers across the country about the rules failure to respect private property rights and the Clean Waters Act. Mm-hmm. So as AFBF President Duvall stated. Uh, there's still litigation regarding WOTUS going on in 26 or 27 different states. Mm -hmm. Uh, As always, we will continue to uh, monitor this issue as we have the last six months uh, and deliver any news or updates we have. But uh, I think the main takeaway is here they got rid of their uh, standard testing of what is Waters of the U.S., what Uh is dictated that way. Uh, But they didn't address other issues within the the ruling and it's still – very, very vague. Yeah. And farmers and, any, uh, and other industries are still confused on what this even means.
0: Yeah, and that vagueness was one of the sort of cornerstones of, of, of complaints. Yeah. One of the cornerstone complaints of, of, of the rule, as we've reported on this uh, many times, yeah, I believe. it's the same Just story over and over help again. Help us understand we need, you know, we need a clear understanding, and we don't need a goal line that moves constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it sounds like that's still sort of a concern. All right, i'll start off this week with a topic that's starting to pick up quite a bit of steam as, as we mentioned earlier and we continue prog- as we pr- continue progressing through harvest the mississippi river is low now and it is getting lower uh as we've discussed in the past several weeks of the show the mid-south especially here in arkansas has been experiencing a very dry weather pattern for yeah. the past few weeks i just read this morning that burn ban county count i think that we gave last week is ticking up by the day yeah Uh, You'll recall the low river levels became quite a burden on Arkansas farmers last year, hitting at the worst possible time, harvest. Brownfield Ag News had some details in reporting earlier this week. They talked with Mark Fox, a senior service hydrologist uh, with the National Weather Service in St. Louis, who said they're uh, forecasting the river to drop to as low as negative four in the next few weeks with no significant rain chances in sight, Mm. as we've talked about. Uh, The story goes on to say, that navigation on the river is impacted at negative two. Uh, so we're setting uh, up to have challenges, much yeah. like last year, really. Uh, to put this into perspective for those who uh, don't navigate the river daily, uh, Mike uh, Steenhoek, Soy Transportation Coalition Executive Director, uh, said he's concerned because we may be looking at taking a typical six lane freeway. Again, mm-hmm. trying to make this uh, understandable for us. Down, taking a six-lane freeway down to a two or three-lane freeway. Yeah, uh, this would be this would seriously restrict traffic volume on the river. Uh, Steenhoek also said that the higher transportation costs are starting to show up already on the Lower Mississippi River, yep. and certainly, as we know from experience, that has the opportunity to impact Arkansas growers. Uh, we're tracking this not only here on the podcast, but more broadly at Farm Bureau as well. Uh, we'll be sure to provide updates as we have them. And provide the farmers uh, perspective right here in the state you know last too.
1: year tyler Oxer and i put together an ag insider i think it might have been our first official Ag insider maybe yeah uh, about that the same issue we had on the mississippi river mm-hmm. and it did a really good job of putting into context specifically how much you can load of grain you can put on a barge compared right. to a truck compared to a rail car on a train mm-hmm. so uh I'd go back and read that
0: yeah yeah that's that's right that's a good reminder um so that's there, you know. We we know too, and this I can't remember if this is part of that or not, but we started to see basis change. Yes, yeah, uh, it you was. Know, farmers being docked basically if they brought, you know, or I'll say it like this: being paid to keep their grain at yeah. home, you know, mm-hmm. um, which is really then nowhere to put it. Really interesting, yeah, nowhere to put it in some cases. So hopefully we don't get to that point. Uh, hopefully we get some rain uh, to help with that situation. All right, let's take a short break uh, from the news to hear a reminder about keeping rural rural roads safe this time of year.
3: Arkansas farmers and ranchers work seven days a week. That means when you hit the road, you may be sharing it with farm equipment, especially if you're traveling along rural roads and county highways. Farm equipment moves slower than our pickup trucks and minivans. They may not have the safety lights and turn signals of our family vehicles either. The trucks and tractors moving down the road need extra room to make turns, cross bridges, and move through intersections too. We all get in a hurry sometimes, but it's important that we all stay safe, no matter if we're headed to buy groceries or grow them. So next time you're cruising past a pasture or field, keep an eye out for farmers. They'll be sure to keep an eye out for you too. If we all work together, we can make sure Arkansas is cultivating safe roads you hear us say it a lot but it's
0: up to all of us to watch out for one another on the road Uh, it's one of my favorite times of year with harvest in full swing and that means farm equipment is on the road Um, whether you're in a row crop country or passing by a pasture full of hay uh, that equipment you see on the road uh, needs more space and extra time when we do our part we all work together to cultivate safe roads now let's get back to the news let's do
1: it yeah all right uh, here's my last one for the day, or mm-hmm. I guess technically the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Until next week. So a new study shows the soybean industry has a $124 billion impact on the U.S. economy. Oh, wow. Would you have thought that it was that large? Mm, I
0: don't think so. That's, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's quite a bit. Yeah, $124 billion. So
1: the National Oilseed Process Association, uh, or NOPA, and the United Soybean Board, or USB, commissioned LMC International LTD, which is an independent economic consulting firm specializing in global agricultural commodity and agribusiness sectors, uh, to study the economic impact of the soybean industry on the U.S. economy. The study has been published and is titled The Economic Impact of the U.S. Soybean and End Products on the U.S. Economy. Mm -hmm. The study looked at uh, the entire supply chain of the industry from producers to end users, uh, to get and not to get into too in too much detail, but the study highlights a few of the following uh, statistics. Okay, uh, incoming so, numbers. Yeah, an economist yeah. giving you economic. I like numbers. it. <laughs> so the total economic impact, like I stated before, was averaged at one hundred twenty-four billion dollars. Within that, eighty-five point seven seven billion dollars was from actual soy production. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nine point eight billion was from soy processing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this all accounts for or the, the uh, soy production and processing uh, accounts for about 0.6% of the U.S. gross domestic product or GDP.
0: Okay, there we uh,
1: go. So that $124 billion is only 0.6%. Yeah, ooh, buddy. <laughs> there are 500,000 individuals involved in soy farm decision-making, including 223,000 paid full-time equivalent jobs and an additional 62,000 family members beyond growers who reside on farms in our Integral uh, integral to soybean farm operations. I thought you were speaking, uh, going into another language or something right there. Uh, I butcher that a little bit. No, no, no. I th- uh, I think it's so uh, the total wage impact, which I think is uh, pretty staggering uh, for the entire sector, uh, sector average ten billion dollars. Wow. So That's this, uh, you know, this is not just soy production, like I was saying, but you know, farming the production of soybeans as well as the milling. Uh, the pressing of oil, mm-hmm. and then where that mill and that oil goes into after that. Mm-hmm. So food, uh, paint, you, you animal, name feed. It animal feed. It, it's a trickle-down effect. Good tires. Yeah, I mean, yeah. really. Yeah. So like I said, that's pretty impressive. And I think it's also something our farmers and others involved in the industry, indirectly or directly, can be very proud of.
0: Absolutely. I like a good economic impact uh, report. Yeah, I, I think we're pretty dependent on soybean production here in the United yeah, States no doubt no doubt uh yeah one tiny sector of one industry bringing up you know six tenths of a percent of the total GDP yeah. I mean that's that's interesting all right how 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 about an update on a story we reported a couple months ago this time uh, your input is needed on ag labor issues yes, I love when this stuff comes up we report on a story we say we're going to bring you more boom yeah update happens we get to bring you more Uh, As a refresher, back in June, the U.S. House Ag Committee leadership announced the formation of the Agricultural Labor Working Group, a bipartisan team of 14 lawmakers, to develop recommendations to improve the agricultural labor crisis. Uh, Arkansas Congressman Rick Crawford is serving as co-chair for this group, just as a reminder. Uh, The group's work is meant to focus on three areas of action. Number one, to get input from stakeholders, employers, and workers, particularly emphasizing the H-2A visa program mm-hmm. for non-immigrant agricultural workers. Two, to produce an interim a report detailing the program's shortcomings and the impacts on food security. And number three, to file a final report with recommendations Excuse me, to address the flaws within the program. The input portion of the group's work Uh, opened this week, we're happy to say. There's now a live survey to provide your experiences with agriculture workforce issues. Uh, According to the group, all answers will remain anonymous and will be aggregated for internal use by the members of the working group. Uh, The link is a little long. I'll give you the heads up, so we'll include it in the show notes for you. Uh, And it can be found at our agriculture.house.gov and under that policy tab. If you click on that policy tab, you'll see Agricultural Labor Working Group.
1: So Crawford's already kind of hit the ground running with this. He was here, what, two weeks ago in Stuttgart doing a listening session with farmers. Oh, really? We set in on that. Uh uh, And then also be looking for, we've got a paper coming out. Oh, self-promo time. Uh, Yeah. uh, If I don't, who will? Yeah, exactly. uh, That is going to be centered around this issue and some of the big, big hurdles farmers are experiencing with the H-2A program
0: so an ag insider that sort of tells you what's going on with the h2a program and outlines some of the challenges correct and okay. the
1: potential impact that it could have on farmers operations oh wow with some okay. of these new rules
0: yeah my goodness well that sounds uh that sounds helpful when what, do you have a date
1: uh you- i'm hoping it's our august august edition, edition so it should be out no later than next week well or yeah. Uh, yeah, today's August. I last was going to say, we
0: better get on that horse and yeah, ride. somebody bug. in the PR department. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, that's good. We'll keep an eye on out for that. Uh, just a quick plug for Arkansas Act, the news portal. It will be hosted there, I bet. Yeah. You can find it at ARFB.com. Uh, I bet we'll push it on social uh, also. And I think you guys send that stuff out in email. We do. Uh, we send very it out to
1: all federation uh, divisions. Okay. And I think membership as well. So also there's if you wanna get on that email list, please let me know. Oh yeah. yeah, there yeah. You, know. you can send me an email at John dot at ARFB dot com. Yeah,
0: or you can text them with your cell phone. Uh, just kidding. About that. <laughs> 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 just kidding. Just kidding. Uh well, that's that's sort of the news uh portion of the show. Um Mr. Magdafrau, I know that uh, you're sort of guest producing today, but I love it when you're here because you always bring a unique uh, segment to wrap us up. Do you yeah. have any peanut butter facts?
2: Lots of peanut butter facts. <laughs> okay. Hit <me> one. Um,
0: <laughs> it's delicious. Yeah. I,
2: fact, I love peanut butter <laughs> on pretzels, yeah. on
1: bread, on chocolate. Yes, sir. How about a peanut butter jelly sandwich? Here's the question. Grape jelly? Uh, Or strawberry jelly. Uh, There's a secret
2: third Uh option. Oh, what's that? Blackberry jelly. Ooh, Mm, I've not had that. But if it's grape or strawberry, as a kid, it was all grape. Now as an adult, I feel like it's all strawberry. Really?
1: So grape. I like both equally. I'm a traditionalist with the grape. Yeah, but I do. I'm a big fan of strawberry and all things strawberries.
0: Yeah,
2: I've also, as an adult, come around on jam over jelly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah oh really okay yeah. all right Well, y- y- you know i really like jam a buddy of mine did this uh <laughs> this kind of funny thing we were like five or six of was hanging out one time and he's like i want everybody in this re-. he did it as like an icebreaker yeah uh they he, he was in a meeting with his you know company and they did it somebody did it as an icebreaker where you, where you ask everybody to explain how they make a pe- peanut butter and jelly sandwich mm-hmm. and no two people will be the same and and it's absolutely one hundred percent true, factual. What were the differences?
2: Yeah, but there's lots of steps that go into making a PB and J. I'm not
0: saying we should do it here. I'm I'm just saying, uh, from, well, here's this peanut butter on one side or two, or both sides, both both pieces of bread. Uh, one side, one side, mm-hmm.
2: jelly on the other. No, you use the same knife and you start with the peanut butter. And then after you do the peanut butter, you wipe your knife off on the second piece of bread so you don't get peanut butter in the jelly jar.
1: See, I, jelly. I, ah, see, yeah. <laughs> see, if it's a jelly jar, <laughs> I'm gonna use a spoon for the jelly and a knife for the peanut butter. That's a that's yeah. But now, one, but see, this is
0: one of the cruxes. Is but you're making two knife. things
2: dirty. If it's the it's one that squeezes Why? out
1: the jelly, then I just I there's no point. In, yeah, I don't really. Why yeah. get two utensils dirty now? Here's a question for you. I know where you're going. Does your peanut butter... Uh, that's not where I thought you were going. Got to be on top or your jelly going to be on top of your sandwich? Oh, peanut butter first.
0: Is that what you mean? Yeah, well, when you're eating your sandwich, do you well, want the peanut butter uh, on
1: top what, or do you what's want the jelly
2: on top?
0: Jelly, usually. Okay. I don't know. I eat it both ways. The point <laughs> is is that all three... You guys just explain how you make your sandwich. I make it different than that. Then how do you um, make yours? Oh, I go knife, butter yeah. knife, peanut butter first, crunchy. Uh, yeah. On both pieces of bread, peanut butter first, a, a layer on both pieces of bread. So you can't do you that jelly. because jelly
1: just shoots out the back end of it when you
0: try to eat it. No, it doesn't. It <laughs> makes the bread sturdier. <laughs> In fact, uh, anyway, point being, also nacho cheese Doritos are the best chips. I
2: mean, as long Continue as you with. guys are cutting your peanut butter sandwiches with love
1: as a diagonal
2: <laughs> and not like a psychopath uh, down the middle. <laughs>
1: That's awesome. What about horizontally? So that's the round part of the loaf is one half, and the the straight part. <laughs> no, that's is on what you said. I, well, yeah, yeah oh, okay. it's, it's either, I think you're, that's either, either making, just, you're either yeah. making you're yeah. either making triangles or down, rectangles. Left
2: And if you're making triangles, you're making a sandwich with love. And if you're doing it the other way, you dislike yourself. (laughs) Have you ever made a a
0: sandwich cut in triangles will not fill you up nearly as much as a sandwich cut (laughs) in half? (laughs) I'm telling you. All right. Have you ever made a (laughs) double-decker
1: peanut butter and jelly sandwich? No.
0: Uh, Ah. All right. All right. Enough about PB&J. Sorry. Uh,
2: Well, what I was going to bring to the table... because it's always about restaurants.
0: I mm. hope it's a sandwich. I'm hungry. It's
2: not a sandwich, <laughs> uh, unfortunately. You have to wait for Christmas for that one. Um, <laughs> Christmas
1: sandwiches. Yeah.
2: Anyways, Labor Day weekend. I asked John before the show started, what what yeah. type of food do you think of when you think of Labor Day? And it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of Memorial Day to Labor Day and everywhere in between. Mm-hmm. Barbecues, I feel like, what's on the mind. It is. And it, I'll still eat barbecue all the way through the year. But I feel like... Mm-hmm. You, you hit September, and it stops being so front of mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so what I was going to bring is we all – what are your guys' favorite barbecue restaurants in the state? Mm. I, I have my top three and then an honorable mention.
0: But So we need to go three?
2: Well, you can do whatever you want. Okay. I, I say, you know, the the best three in the state in no particular order for me. Yeah. And yeah. I'm worried about meat more than sides. Yeah. If you're a sides person, it's different, but you yeah. got – rights which you know based out of up there in johnson check uh, check ridgewood brothers in russellville that's a new one they're kind of new to the scene i think i don't think either of you have been there yet but no. uh, it's very very similar to rights but they've they've got their meat figured out um mm-hmm. good stuff there and then hoots is my number three yeah down we, there in we don't see
1: eye to eye on that one. So yeah, i'm gonna say rights and hoots um and then anything else. I mean, there, there's another level there. Then there's the third lower level
0: where we know who's there. It's not good. Yeah, yeah, well, but yeah.
2: there's you. You have you, we're not in the, we're and not names. we're not in Without the business of names. knocking people. No, no, so no, you like right. There's, there's, there's two. There's one. three tiers, and there's tier one that is like I'll drive hours to go eat. Yeah. Tier two, if I'm in town, sure, I'm I'm signing up for it. In well, tier there's a three, a lot of those.
0: There's a, That's that the is, largest category. That yeah. the is, largest category is that barbecue uh, yeah. is fine.
2: That is ninety percent of barbecued for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, uh, it takes a lot to get in that upper echelon, and it also takes a lot to get knocked down. To be honest, yeah, so, yeah. Uh,
0: but I have seen someone leave that for me. That category of of that oh, yeah. upper echelon category you're talking about, and go to the you middle. can drop. I, I, yeah, and then the third is I'm not going to eat that. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'm just assuming. Let,
2: let me let me guess, Jason's.
0: He okay. you got rights yep obviously which by the way it's they about to open said the was going to be open by the razorback game which is saturday i don't know if that's true or not the place but is gonna be big the massive I've seen. it's um, gonna be massive and there's com- great concern about that go ahead rights you're think. right
2: rights uh bart's
0: uh yes probably
2: that's probably your number three yeah, i'm trying yeah. to try trying number two t- figure out what your number two is
0: uh i i can give you a hint no no go for okay. it you can just night fire
2: Nightfire is definitely in that top echelon.
0: Yeah, so I, Wrights is in Johnson Bentonville Rogers now, I think. Right, about and, and about to be Little Rock. Good. Nightfire is in Searcy. Yep. And then uh, Bart's is in Conway and now North Little Rock, and we actually went there uh, last week and was fantastic they have duck breast uh spring rolls really duck wings hmm. uh, a lot of wild game there's a sausage i tried to get uh, my daughter to get it it's a rattlesnake and bison i think he's doing a lot of the wild game stuff. Well, good um but anyway it's a it's a good eat it's a good meal
2: uh honorable mention from my side uh, i'll throw out uh drip drop barbecue stop in hot springs uh, i've
0: never had that
2: it uh it's relatively new, I think, but they've they've got a lot of uh, Mexican twist oh, and nice. things. Uh-huh. Yeah. Barbecue nachos, very standard across the state, but theirs is like you feel like oh, I feel like I'm in a Mexican restaurant getting barbecue nachos, not a barbecue, not restaurant. a ballpark, yeah, or, Here, or
1: here's, whatever. Here's yeah. a hot take. Okay, most consistent barbecue restaurant in the state, and I will start with saying Whole Hog.
2: Oh, Whole Hog! Whole Hog is the bar. Yeah, you, you it. Whole Hands hog. Down. It's, a, hogs, it's always
1: what it is
2: yeah again without i, I know this is not trashing on whole hog no but whole hog is always a 7.5 out of 10
1: every day of the week all the time yeah it's never any worse or any you know it's just always going to be the same you know what definitely, you're getting every time definitely you, order you
0: know it. what you're getting it's it's dependable and those brownies are a 10 out of 10 i've never had the brownies yeah buddy those brownies are good all right, I'm Anyways, starving. It's, yeah. a, it's 11.45 local time. We, we were go recording. an hour and a half. Yeah, we went a long oh, time. 50 so. minutes. <laughs> oh, <you> he <laughs> does Matthew. not like that. All right, that wraps up the news for this week. Thanks for following along with the Arkansas iCast. We're grateful for you taking the time to watch and listen.
1: Remember, you can catch new episodes of the show every Thursday afternoon, find video episodes on Facebook and YouTube, listen to the audio versions on iTunes or Spotify.
0: And make sure you subscribe and leave us a review when you have a few extra minutes. The Arkansas iCast is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau. I'm Jason Brown. And I'm John McMinn. We'll see you next week.